Okay. Thank you, everyone, for your patience this morning. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, we are now officially recording. Um, thank you, Mel. <laughs> <laughs> and um, look, I suppose we will do our best to make this feel like a real-life podcast recording. Uh, so we'll try and do all the, the talking bits a little smoothly because the ability to edit these kind of live episodes is not as problematic, not as <laughs> not as high as the uh, the Monday night episodes. So we might have a few segments in between where we pause the recording, but as much as possible when we get underway, we will um yeah, we'll sound like a real life podcast. <laughs> but we would like to begin today by acknowledging the traditional custodians on the land of which the University of Western Australia Parkruns sit, uh, the Wajuk people of the Noongar Nation. We pay our respects to elders past, mm. present and emerging, and we extend our acknowledgement to everyone here today and to all the lands from which you have all adventured to join us or might be listening from today if you're listening to this podcast at some point in the future. Welcome to episode 330 of the Park Run Adventurers podcast. I am Melissa Ellis and I am adventuring from Wurundjeri country. And I'm Ollie Spake and I am adventuring from Darawal country. And welcome to Palm 23, the sixth of its kind. <laughs> So you might be wondering what we're actually going to do on a live recording different to a normal podcast. So we'll give you a bit of an outline of what we hope to cover in today's uh, Palm 23 episode. So, of course, we do want to chat about our park run morning. That's essential uh, for park faff time. Uh, so we'll have a bit of a chat and uh, we are hoping to have an interview. Um, if there happened to be a you know, an event director or two around, we might we might want to ask them a couple of questions. So we look forward to having an interview very shortly with with our RD from today and our uh, our poetic co ED as well. We also have Palm Madness, the return of the quiz, and we'll invite uh, four of you to be today's contestants. And we've got a little bit more chat because, uh, well, you know, that's what we do at brunch. So <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But what we don't have, we don't have Rachel with us this week uh, and our roving reports, uh, which have actually been coming in while we have been taking a bit of a break. So if we seem a bit rusty, rustier than normal, <laughs> uh, we've, we've been on a bit of a break. Uh, we have a few roving reports, so they'll be coming up in other episodes in the coming weeks. So thank you to everyone that has been sending in roving reports. Uh, but first, we'd obviously like to say a couple of thank yous. Yes. Uh, thank you very much to the University of Western Australia Parkrun team and volunteers for hosting us today. And thank you also, of course, to the wonderful staff at the University Club here for the venue and the support today. We'd like to make special mention to our wonderful party planners, our organising committee, Toc, Sarah, Tracy and Sam. Today's equipment is brought to us by the Power Audio Visual team. So thank you to the uh, yeah, a local business to here for providing us that support. And um, look, I'll keep going. Uh, thank you also to all of the supporters of the pod. So the team, including our ever-present office lady, Makes everything possible. So thank you, office lady. Where is she? Oh, up the there back. There she is. 
the Channel 5 News crew, the providers of effort, ideas and, and inspiration uh, throughout. So thank you to our Channel 5 News crew. Um, thank you to everyone else that contributes you know, those ideas. Um, thank you to the Buddha-shaped brewers of coffee who unfortunately aren't with us today <laughs> and uh, even those who have helped with other financial support. And thank you to all of you. It's great to see so many adventurers, uh, adventurous shirts and singlets. Thank you for the support with those. So many familiar faces here. It's wonderful to get to meet new people that we haven't met before. The uh, WA Parkrun community has been fantastic this time around in coming and uh, joining in with all our adventurers. Um, some of you may not even know what this podcast is all about. So... Should we? Uh, yeah, let's start. Let's there. start there. Let's start there. So, look, we, we're very mindful that we have listeners that go right back to episode one. We have listeners that are in the process of going right back to episode one, either in chronological or reverse chronological order. <laughs> um, but uh, to do the backstory a little bit of justice, uh, on January fifth, twenty sixteen, two very lovely people named Mel, not this one. Not She's me. lovely too, but but <laughs> another Mel um, and Scotty. Uh, launched a Parkrun podcast. It wasn't the first podcast about Parkrun. It wasn't even the first Australian po podcast about Parkrun. But this podcast, which is now over seven and a quarter years old and 329 or is that 328? I don't know. I've, I've lost count. There's a few technicalities in the uh, episode ordering. It should uh, be 329. 329, yep. <laughs> 329 episodes on, on has um, managed to share an incredible number of Parkrun stories. Um, so from the feel-good experiences that can be found across thousands of park runs worldwide to some of the most incredible park run and broader stories. Um, the Park Run Adventures podcast has connected us all to the inspiration, uh, the entertainment and the commu community uh, across Park Run that we have grown to love. And Mel and I have been very fortunate to be able to take the reins two years ago and to continue to support what we see is what this pod uh, podcast is all about. So connecting our community, sharing the stories, encouraging, inspiring and celebrating um, the many Park Run communities, the, ma the many wonderful characters and individuals across this parkrun movement. Um, it is, of course, a completely unofficial podcast. We do this for anyone who wants a bit of company on their adventure, an idea for the next, next crazy trip or a bit of lighthearted fun. Okay, but uh, through Daz's and our roving reports, we're really here to share your stories and we're very excited to see the number count, uh, the number, oh, sorry, yeah, we're going to count people. We are, Yes. Yes. So uh, how many do we have? We're that's gonna... right. So this is palm six, <laughs> palm number six. Oh, I, th uh, I, thought we, I thought you meant we were going to do a head count. Oh, yeah, we do need no, to no, do no, a head no, count. No, no, no. Okay, all right, yeah, no. Yeah. No, we're gonna, what we're going to do, <laughs> we're going to have a show of hands. Yeah. Is it your first palm? Please raise your hand. Okay, so... For the visual, for the for the listening medium, um, we're wow. looking at. I'm saying forty percent, forty, fifty percent. Okay, fifty percent. Now, who's on their second? Excellent. I'm saying ten percent. Okay. Are you are you adding this up so that it equals hundred? It's going to add up to about uh, one hundred and seventy. Yeah. Three. Do we have three? three okay. Palms. We've got two hands. Two, three hands. Three. Excellent. Yeah. Yep. Four, Four palms. Hands. Nathan, Four, up the back palms. there. <laughs> Five. We've yep. got a couple. And I'm grouping those last three okay. as about 10% as well. Now. Maybe. So I don't think my maths checks out. Sorry, everyone. We've got 65. 
67, right. 67 of us. That's wonderful. Anyway, six palms. Who has been to every single palm? <laughs> there is six, six originals. So that's myself and Ollie, uh, Tony and Jackie O'Connell, Chris Fraser and Caro Voss. What about Brendan? Oh, and Brendan. Sorry. Brendan? <laughs> They're all over there and you're there. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, so it's wonderful to have everyone here, whether it's your first palm, whether it's your sixth, uh, whether you've just stumbled in for a coffee. So thank you all for joining us. Um, and look, a shout out and a hello uh, for those of you that may not be aware. There's a JOMO front going on across and, the country. Yeah, been and gone. Done. Been and gone. Yeah. I think they had a roughly 16 adventurers over at Varsity Lakes this morning. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. They were sad not to be here, but they uh, made their own fun. They were having their party. That's right. But we had a party here and I think that, probably a couple of notable milestones or notable uh, events this morning. So um, we did catch one milestone, and thank you to our, uh, our run director for calling that one out, uh, a 250 milestone this morning. Congratulations, Lynn. Lynn got the special treatment with the gown, the, uh, the university gown for her 250th. We've got photos that we can share. A there was a 25. Excellent. Somebody here did their 25th event. Well, congratulations to our hand up, 25th well milestone. Any other celebrations? Carol? Peel Club. Peel Club? Peel Club? 350th. Excellent. Well done, Caro. After university challenge. University challenge. <laughs> so that, uh, would you like to explain the university challenge? Alison, do you want to give a quick? There's four park runs in the world that start with the word university, uh, University of Waikato, University of Western Australia, University of Stirling and University Parks, and I've run all of them. Wow. Congratulations. Congratulations. Well done. Okay, no, no wedding proposals? Nobody wants to... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's doing no, that this year. Oh, uh, shame. And, Never mind. And look, it's not a race, but um, I think we had a couple of fast park runners in our midst. Um, Ingrid, you were one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I took a break. You took a break. Yes. Well done. Well done. Was that hand about anything else? No, but congratulations. <laughs> um, and well done to, uh, yeah, some of our very fast finishers. I was looking at Eman. Eman finished first at the last palm, but... Uh, Yep, Phil was our first. Phil finished in second, if I understood correctly. Congratulations, Phil. Yep. <laughs> in a blistering pace of 16 minutes, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, yep. Yeah, but right. it, look, it was a lovely morning and, and yep. I think we've already, we're going to thank you several times. Thank you to the event team for uh, what is a, just a stunning park run and the sun has come out now. Uh, it was a little wet this morning, but um, I suppose because it's habit. Mel, how was your park run? <laughs> I had, a, I had a really good run. Thank you, Ollie. Yes, I ran a nice quick – well, quick for me, quick for me. I'm still coming back from my injury, my foot injury. So I had a a nice two laps and I'm quite happy with my time. Very picturesque. There was a koi pond apparently, so I didn't notice it. <laughs> uh, Sarah, can we go back past there on the way home? <laughs> I was yeah. concentrating. <laughs> yes. The, the koi pond was a highlight and I've got to thank Rodney. Uh, somehow I managed to, uh, running near uh, Tok and Johan and, and Rodney who gave me the complete guided tour. 
of the uh, University of Western Australian Park Run. So um, highly recommend it. It's a great experience and yeah, it was wonderful to see all of those highlights. And we had a lovely group photo at the end. We did. In we front did. of the building. Yeah, and seeing so many of you out on course was, was you know, really quite enjoyable. Um, it's amazing to see how many blue shirts there are, which is, is just stunning. So thank you to everyone that has supported us with the Adventurer's Blue Shirts. Um, I'm glad that uh, so many of you were able to wear them today and uh, you looked spectacular in them, even more so now that the sun has come out. But, um, yeah, look, it, it is a beautiful course and the, uh, the campus is, is just stunning. So, yeah, a huge congratulations to the team for everything they have done here. But I suppose rather than us talk about it, would it be better to get the event team to, so. um, to stand up, up and, so. and give you the real story? Yeah. So Can may we, have- we please invite Cameron Story and Rodney Glossop to the Parkrun Adventures podcast. Not that I'm paranoid or anything, but I'm just going to pause duck, and double-check that I'm recording. So I'll be right back. <laughs> do our best to share microphones here um but i'll give you this so with us today on the podcast we have rodney glossop and cameron story uh who between them have a healthy number of park runs i I tried to do a count i think it's somewhere between six and seven hundred it could be a bit higher um but uh these two individuals um have really done so much for the uh, the event here. So, uh, firstly, thank you very much for having us today, and um, welcome to the Parkrun Adventures podcast. So, firstly, I suppose, Cameron, we'll start with you. Um, we always like to hear a little bit of our uh, guests' parkrun stories. So, how did parkrun enter your life? And I believe you have been parkrunning for a few years. Yeah. Um, plus 400 park runs. Uh, so can you tell us a bit about how it came to being? Uh, yes. So I started park run when I was uh, about eight years old in 2011 in uh, Manchester in the UK. And uh, once my family moved over in 2012, my dad set up Claysbrook Cove Park Run in uh, the centre of Perth. So since then, I've been, uh, I've been running uh, pretty much every week and uh, just before I turned 18 I joined an event team over at Perry Lakes Park Run um, and was a co-run director with someone else who uh, could take the over 18 title with me so I could uh, unofficially run direct um, and then after uh, soon after I turned 18 uh, Rodney was starting to set up UWA Park Run and uh, I joined him, helped him out, and uh, we started this. And uh, we've been uh, co-EDs since, and our parkrun is almost a year old now. So uh, I'm up to 430-something parkruns, I think. I'm up to yeah, maybe 85-ish volunteers as well. 94. Oh, oh okay. I think that might be multiple ones on the same day, though. So I think it's officially about 87, I think. But um, so the, the aim is to try and get 100 volunteers, hopefully by the start of uh, some point next year, uh, and get 100 uh, different events by the end of the year. Uh, that's very impressive. And in there is the junior park run as well, of course, yeah. along the way. Never beat that PB. Can can never beat that PB again. My parkrun PB stands at eight minutes and forty seconds. I think that would be impossible to ever beat. 
Well, that's a title for sure. Um, we'll flip over to Rodney and, and we'd love to hear the same thing, how Parkrun came into your life and, um, yeah, a bit about your Parkrun story. Yeah, sure. I guess this sounds a bit like a um, Facebook stalking, but obviously Parkrun stalking, you know more about our own stats than, than we do. Um yeah, I absolutely love parkrun. Uh, I was looking for something to do uh, after playing football uh, and trying to stay active and had a couple of mates that were doing parkrun uh, at Canning River. Um, and as parkrun do really well, that promotion just by having your, your photo taken and tagging um, people in there. So I saw them on Facebook and, and it wasn't until they started taking their girls down that I thought that would be a really good opportunity um, for me to be active with my, um, my kids. So taking um, particularly my younger girls down and doing parkrun so unfortunately they couldn't be here today but I've got five children so um, our weekends obviously very hectic going to different sports um, and my youngest who's 10 she's over 200 parkruns um, yeah so we absolutely love it as a family just getting around doing as many parkruns as we can uh, I was fortunate enough I wanted to start a parkrun uh, where I live in Thornley so if you're hanging around I'd love to see you at Homestead uh, perhaps next week I know we've got a couple of people coming uh, in a couple of weeks time um, so, yeah, bringing that to the community. And so I know Parkrun, uh, they're all about trying to get uh, um, an event within walking distance uh, of where you live. And I thought it would be so good to, to be able to bring that to uh, my community. And um, I also wanted to get a Parkrun up here because I, I work at UWA Sport. Um, but Parkrun said you could only get one event up at a time. So I did the home one first. That took me two years through COVID, uh, trying to get sponsors and then trying to get sponsors again. Uh, and then um, once that was up and running and all going smoothly, then um, it was perfect timing with Cameron starting at university. And I knew his experience and said, Do you want to join the team? We'll get a park run up and running here. And it took me six weeks. Um, so, yeah, rolled it out and we hit the WA state record for attendance last year with our launch, 566. Um, so, had an awesome day and the, yeah, as Cameron said, the last eight months have been fantastic. Yeah, well, I mean, you've, you've covered the next question quite well and um, really did want to hear around uh, the history of, of UWA Parkrun. It sounds like, firstly, it's been well supported by the university, which is great, well embraced by the community. Uh, so I, I suppose, you know, were there any highlights or, or challenges uh, each of you experienced? And, and secondly, um, how's it been embraced by the, the university community? I'll, I'll hand over the mic so you can both speak if you like. I'd love to share just a, a quick story about the colleges. So we have 2,000 students that live uh, on campus uh, just over the road. Um, so it's been great to get them involved. And we have had a couple of takeover events. We've had Uni Hall takeover um, towards the end of last year. And we had a St. Cat's takeover uh, at the start of semester. And that was our biggest um, attendance for this year so far. Um, and it's great, as you said, to get the support, um, but particularly it's about engaging students and getting um, getting them active and involved. Um, yeah, so that's been really good. In terms of the challenge, I'll, I'll give you a quick snippet of what my week looks like. I have to have a walk of the course every week because there's usually some paving ripped up or um, a tree that a branch has fallen down and we have an obstacle and we're hoping that it's taken care of by the weekend or have to move things out of the way um, to make sure things happen. 
My personal favorite story was uh, us finding out on a Thursday night there's a concert had been moved to the middle of the parkrun course, by which point I decided I was run director that day and I'd get there to at about quarter to seven, so quite a lot earlier than I should have been, and there was a, still a stage in the middle of the course. <laughs> Uh, to which our brilliant group of volunteers, including uh, moving some fences out of the way, uh, helped make that possible. It was uh, a, a tricky morning, but uh, it turned out to be uh, a brilliant day in the end, as uh, it always is here. Thank you very much to both of you. Um, and before we let them go, what I'd really like to understand, because I suppose they, you, you each have a little bit of adventuring under your belts, the essential question. Um, oh. I'm not sure who would like to go first, top but three. Uh, top three, top three, top three. Would you like to pick it? What are your top three favourite park runs, favourite park run experiences, or just memorable experiences? Um, usually okay. not including your own. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, Margaret Rivers easily my favourite park run. Um, the a trail run, and also just the cafe right there um, afterwards. So I've always loved uh, when I go to Margaret River. Um, probably the favourite experience was we had a local WA parkrun legend, Caroline Vandermeer. Had, um, she was the first person in WA to reach 500 parkruns. Um, um, I was proud that she picked Homestead to come and do that milestone uh, where I was run director and I organised a, um, a Caroline choir, if you like, so we printed out replica photos of Caroline's face and um, had a group <laughs> to wear those faces. And uh, you'll know that I like to do a poem. It's kind of a bit of a tradition of mine. And um, rather than a poem, we actually – I sang Sweet Caroline but changed the lyrics oh. um, and had it written on a big cardboard sheet so everyone got to sing along. Um, so that's definitely my um, favourite uh, memory. And to buy you some time to think, I just have to say that poem at the start of this morning's event was fantastic. Uh, we appreciate the, uh, you know, the creativity that went into that. But um, yeah, for anyone that, that didn't get to hear that, I think there might have been some recordings. So uh, yeah, one to enjoy. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, I really, um, I'm proud of the fact and honoured that you chose to come and do your official park run at UWA. So I wanted to make it as special for you um, as you've made it for us. Oh, thank you. And uh, the other two? I, yeah, honestly, I, I can't think of um, another one that really stands out. Mm. Um, it, it's probably just um, with my family when we really celebrate milestones. Um, so I could pick any number of those milestones um, when they're achieved and uh, getting uh, family and friends to come and support those events is always really um, rewarding. I was proud of the fact that when my youngest, as I said, she's done the most park runs uh, over 200 now, I think it was her 100th park run, um, we went to Pioneer because that was her favourite park run, um, much to some of my other girls, um, yeah, to the, they didn't like all the hills there. Um, but she, one of the, her trademarks, she takes a teddy everywhere she goes for the park run. So we got everyone to bring teddies and it was great to see family and friends and particularly people who've never done park run before came to that event. Um, so, and we actually beat the pioneer record attendance for that day. So that was a very good memory as well. Oh, wonderful. No, thank you. Well, happy to leave it there. If, uh, if that's, if that's the highlights, but, um, yeah, thank you again. And, and, um, Certainly uh, well done for uh, all of your contributions and for having us here, uh, including on your lawn. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Robert. Uh, but Cameron, your turn uh, for a top three. And, and also I should also thank our, uh, our co-RD, um, 
bark runner this morning, Tilly. So well done, Tilly. But uh, <laughs> your top three park runs. Uh, so I probably won't go into as much detail as Rodney did. Uh, <laughs> just go with nice courses, I think. Uh, I have to uh, acknowledge Margaret River, just as he did. I think that's a brilliant course down south. Uh, one of my favourite ones here, I'm sure many people heard of the mythical Parkrun Mundi Regional. Uh, arguably the hardest one in the world with, uh, what is it, <laughs> what, 150 metres elevation at least, I think, or something like that, 200? It's a lot. It's a <laughs> really is a lot, and it's one of the most amazing courses in the world. It really is. It's just one of our local ones. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, the Eastern States and uh, one of my favourites over there, Blue Gum Hills. Uh, I think mainly because I, that was the only time I've actually finished first at a park run. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that, that's, I suppose, a special memory. Yeah, but um, and another one uh, for unique parkruns. I'm sure every park in the world is unique, but I'd say one of the most unique ones that I've been to is, uh, I'll probably mispronounce the name, but it's Cheshen in Poland. Uh, the one that starts in Poland um, at about a kilometre in crosses into the Czech Republic and uh, finishes back up in Poland. So uh, I think that's a, a bit unique of crossing an international border during uh, your local 5K run. But uh, <laughs> yeah, those are just three of some of my favourites. Uh, absolutely some highlights and uh, thank you very much Cameron and thank you Rodney uh, I think you've done a, both a fantastic job in selling the West to us now that we're allowed back in and um, it, I couldn't have thought of a better uh, place and, and team to spend the time this morning so thank you both so much for being a part of the podcast and Palm 23. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay so now it's time for madness. That's right. We, I don't think we've actually had a quiz on the podcast since Last Palm. No. So uh, those of you that might be unfamiliar, uh, this is trivia time. This is the opportunity for four contestants under the guise of our, well, under the instruction of our quiz master, <laughs> who today will be terrific talk. Yes. With thanks to our quiz master, of course. Yes, thank you, Simon. He's sent the questions under lock and key to talk. We are going to invite uh, one of our regular quiz participants, Mr. Brendan Peel, to take part today. <laughs> we are also going to invite the lovely Sarah Jefferson, who is a representative from uh, West Australia. We're going to invite, uh, invite Alison to come and join in. And traditionally, we have four people so do we have another volunteer we might, we might have a couple of contenders do we have uh, another volunteer cameron cameron put his hand up excellent okay that's we've it got we got RD four today we got four now you need to hold it <laughs> brendan always has the triangle so what okay. we'll do is um we'll give talk one microphone and uh, i can be a mic runner um I'll hand over to you, Tok, and you can give the instructions. But uh, welcome to Madness. Thank you. And uh, once again, loving the podcast, loving the annual palm. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the, the trivia part of our show. The rules for today are I'll ask the question. It is the first one that makes a noise, and we'll do a sound check in a minute to make sure all the dingers and dongers are working. <laughs> um, I'd ask the contestants not to answer until they get a microphone so that the audience can hear the answers. I shouldn't wave the questions around. You might be able to read them if you've got good eyes. 
And we have Jackie doing the scoring, so we'll do a couple of score checks to find out where we are. Last year's carryover winner was Dawn. Dawn's not here this year. Uh, last year, Brendan came in second, and Brendan has a very big tradition of coming in first. So, guys, you've got a bit of pressure. <laughs> but we can do a uh, sound check, please, Ollie. Okay. It's the triangle. The chicken. Beautiful. The um, judge's decision is final. There is um, some interesting questions in here from our quiz master. He's worked fairly hard on it this year, and I believe he's had a little bit of input from somebody else. But we have some great questions here. So I'll start off with question one, which was a really good place to start, I suppose. It's a who am I? I have an athlete ID that is five digits long. The next time I go to an event, it will be my cow. I've officially volunteered 150 times at 19 locations. My name is well recognised to many of you out there. My PB is 1825 and it's a... Is it E-man? No. <laughs> Incorrect. My average time is 26.32, and you could say that I'm Mr. Parkrun in Australia. My name is? Is it Tim Oberg? Bingo. First points to Cameron. Well done. Question two. Where am I? My course is 5,000 metres long. <laughs> The course takes in grass, boardwalk, concrete and asphalt. Peter Bowl holds our male record in 1440. Is it Claysbrook Cove? That's two up for Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a definite Western Australian theme in our question. <laughs> question three. Name two of the four park runs starting with a U in Australia. Ooh, who was that first? Oh, I think it might have been Alison. Uh, Underwood Park and Urunga. 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 <laughs> I'm going to take that as correct. Yeah, so the four that we had were Urunga, Umbagong, University of Western Australia, <laughs> and Underwood. I so, thought I'd name one so, can we get a score check, Jackie? We've got Cameron. Oh. Sorry, we've got Cameron on two points and Alison on one and Sarah and Brendan yet to score. <laughs> right, question four. And this is a multiple choice, so just hold off on the, the dings and the dongs until we get through the four answers. How many registered park runners have the given name West? A, nine. B, 13, C, 20, D, 31. And I go with C. I think it was 20. Well, Sarah is on the board straight away. Well done. Points count. There is 20 with a given name of West. Sarah from the West side. Sarah from the West side gets the West bit right. <laughs> Question five. If I was standing on Cottesloe Beach and looking west, which parkrun country is closest to me, and this is multiple choice, so wait for a sec. Is it A, South Africa, B, Malaysia, C, Singapore, or D, New Zealand? South Africa. Incorrect. Oh. 
South Africa, Malaysia, Singapore, or New Zealand? Uh, Singapore. Brandon's on the board with a point. <laughs> that was a bit of a trick question. Even though you're standing on the beach looking west, it's which is the closest parkrun country? <laughs> Our quiz master was very clever there. That one tripped me up too. <laughs> question six. Multiple choice again, so give me the um, give me a sec to read through the four answers. Junior Parkrun currently operates in how many countries? One, two, three, or four? Brendan. Four. Incorrect. Three. Three is correct. Alison gets another point. <laughs> Junior Parkrun currently operates in Australia, Ireland, and the UK. And time for a score check. Okay, we'll start from the bottom up. We've got Brendan and Sarah both with one point, and then we've got Alison and Cameron both on two. I can see the uh, tiebreaker could come into play today. <laughs> Question seven. In the past 12 months, WA has added five new park runs to the map. Name them. Uh, Newcastle Park. Uh, University of Western Australia. Uh, I think it's called Durian Bay. Correct. Um, or is there's one in Carnarvon, but I'm trying to figure out the name of it. Baxter. <laughs> and oh, there's one more, but I am struggling to think of it. I'm actually going to stop there. I'm actually going to pass. Okay, so that was uh, four of them. So I need the five named. <laughs> I know. Pressure. Can I jump back in? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will give the other three contestants a quick second to either sound their horn or we will take Cameron. I said. Incorrect. I think we'll go back to Cameron. Cameron. Oh. Give Sarah a go. Ooh. Is it Lake Claremont? Yes, but you need to name the five, so you need to run through. <laughs> Baxter Park Run, Newcastle Park, Lake Claremont, University of Western Australia, and Durian Bay Park Run. Correct. Point to Sarah. <laughs> well done. Good job. <laughs> okay, question eight. Putting on your Marty McFly hat, and name the event that will have the largest frond today. <laughs> today, the largest frond will be University of Western Australia. Incorrect. <laughs> is it Varsity Park? Correct. Or Varsity Lakes? Sorry, Varsity Lakes. This is Palm, it's not a frond. Varsity Lakes. <laughs> <laughs> Point to Sarah. <laughs> Harsh, I know, but it's palm, not the frond. The fronds are the little sub-outlets. <laughs> Question nine. Name an event in WA starting with W and an event starting with an A. Uh, Wanneroo and Applecross. Correct. Point to Brendan. Time for a score check. <laughs> we have Brendan on two, Alison on two, Cameron on two, and Sarah has hit the front with three. 
And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I declare Sarah the winner because there is only nine questions on my sheet. <laughs> well done, Sarah. Thank you. Thanks. We have, oh, this is pretty special. Woohoo. We have the Golden Buddha with Palm 2023 on it. That's for Sarah. Now, as far as second and third, I think we'll use our tie-breaker question to work out second at least. So if the other three contestants want to grab their... Okay, the tie-breaker question. And with this one, we will do a higher and a lower until we get to someone that's um, obviously gets it correct. What is Ollie's volunteer ratio? <laughs> 150%. Lower. 120%. Higher. We'll, we'll work through the order now that we've got. Sorry, was it, what was that? Was it higher or lower? <laughs> higher. Okay, 140. Lower. 133. Lower. 129. Higher. 130. <laughs> Higher. 132. Correct. <laughs> so Brendan is officially our second. Okay. Well, we've got some prizes here. So we're going to let Sarah take pick of the prize box. So you've got that, but you also get a prize. So um, we've got a selection of things. So we've got I'll, – I'll let everybody know. We've got, we've got a parkrun visor. I think you've got a visor. Yep. We've got a parkrun cap. We've got a copy of Alison's book. Thank you, Alison. We've got a pair of Gooders. Midnight Ramble at the Circle Bar, donated kindly to us by Gooder. Ollie might hold this up. We've got a ladies' singlet. Size. It says Adventurer on it, and it's a size medium. We've got a copy of Born to Run and a copy of On Every Saturday. Thanks to David Crook. So what would you like? Sunnies. The Gooders for Sarah. Brendan. Oh, well, I don't think Brendan's going to take the lady single. <laughs> the grey cap for Brendan. Okay. Alison and Cameron. Would you like to choose? Can I get the singlet? The singlet? I'm going to give this to Sarah, one of um, our adventurers. I'm giving this to Sarah, one of our adventurers who's in Auckland, and she's actually completing her countryman again today. So, oh, that's awesome. thank you. That's lovely. And Cameron, would you like to have? I'd love the copy of On Every Saturday. Sure. Excellent. Great. And the rest we're going to save for another palm. So thank you. Thank you to our contestants today. Thank you once again to the Quizmaster for today. Terrific talk. Thank, thank you, talk. To Thank you, Jackie. Jackie, for the timekeeping. Thank you to the Quizmaster OG for the fantastic uh, Trixie questions. Um, and thank you to the providers of the OB Award itself, the Golden Buddha.
Oh, yes, uh, which is Stephen Davis, Stephen and Helen Davis, who organised that for us for the second year in a row. That's right. So that was madness. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed. I hope that uh, you all scored at least seven or eight out of nine in the crowd there. <laughs> um, I will just check that the recording is still okay, recording. Okay, yeah, sound check. <laughs> Most people will be aware that there was one palm when uh, <laughs> we didn't end up with the recording. We could always have another one of those. It says it's recording. But, okay, uh, yeah, well, you never know. You were all here. You all enjoyed it. So should this not make the airwaves, then I hope it's been worth it. Um, so the next – the next – There, that's mm, right. Uh, we did not- promise a bit more chat. Um, but there's probably a couple of individuals that we, we did particularly want to have a bit of a chat with. Um so we mentioned earlier, the Parkrun Adventurers has long been supported by uh, an intrepid group of roving reporters who, let's face it, have a lot of the fun. Uh, they bring us a variety of personal stories and Parkrun Day experiences from around the Parkrun globe. And every palm, we like to take the opportunity to acknowledge our Channel 5 news crew um, and to hand out the badges and the microphones yep. to those who haven't received them. So could we have up the front, please, Cameron Drake, Alison King, Sarah Jefferson and Johan. And uh, maybe we should invite Toc back up as our other roving reporter here on the spot to, to give us a hand and to help uh, induct our members of the Channel 5 News crew. No more challenges, sorry. Just, just, just. Okay, first up, oh, we're going in order, hang on. Uh, yes, yeah. uh, let's let's go with, here we are. Yep. So first up, Cameron Drake. <laughs> so congratulations, Cam. Um, so just a couple of quick questions. Um, firstly, we'd like to say that we're sorry that you were locked away from us for some time um, and perhaps that the name Caveman Cam seems to have stuck. Um, but uh, I suppose the question, what about a new one? Do you, how do you feel about charismatic cam, field, field correspondent cam, Q&A cam? Well, <laughs> <laughs> we should probably bring you over here too. Yep. I'll take whatever you feel is uh, worthy. Whatever's worthy? Yep, go okay. for it. Go nuts. All right. Uh, so uh, show of hands, who wants charismatic cam? Uh, field correspondent cam, Q and A cam, or caveman cam. <laughs> My favourite, excellent, right. good uh, choice. <laughs> and and look, in the spirit of of, of uh, changed times, if we could fly you anywhere for a park run, existing or, or imaginary, where would it be? Oh, I'd have to say Bushy, but uh, somewhere closer, probably uh, not Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Somewhere nice like that. Dolan Creek. <laughs> Tool and Creek, says Mel. Tool and Creek? Yep. It's just another one of those things where we have to say Tool and Creek a number of times. That's right. Time. That's right. Okay. <laughs> We've got a healthy count today. But, uh, no, thank you for all of your roving reports, Cam. Uh, it's always a pleasure. And uh, somehow you managed to canvas the field like no other. So uh, I look forward to hearing the next from this morning. Oh, thank you very much. I'll uh, try and get to the rest of you later. I have only so much space in my phone, though, so I may not get to everyone. I'll try. <laughs> No, thank you. But uh, we will we will move on to our next individual, um, Mel. I'll I'll hand you the notes. Okay. Next, we've got Alison. Mr. Alison. 
Okay. So, Alison, your runs with a barcode blog, book, and e-zine have been a fantastic advertisement for Parkrun in New Zealand. What inspired it? Um, I don't know. I think I just got bored. (laughs) (laughs) I started keeping stats in New Zealand and it was just before we went into lockdown and I had the idea for the book, um, I think the January of 2020. So it just started from that really. Thank you for coming on board as an adventurer. Did you, had you listened, how long have you been listening to the podcast? Had you been an early adopter? I'm going to be honest and say, even though I was interviewed on episode, is it 26? <laughs> I didn't actually start listening until like 2020. <laughs> and I think it was with you and Ollie that okay. I really, really started gelling. So thanks, guys. And the really important question, <laughs> uh, what's your view on one day having a palm in New Zealand? I would welcome that with open arms <laughs> and I've already got a few things sussed. So if we come we, to New Zealand. <laughs> can we have a show of hands? <laughs> That's a good show of hands. Okay. Well, we're not going to announce any uh, future locations today. Um but you'll have to stay tuned and see what we can uh, agree on. But uh, thank you very much, Alison, for all your contributions to the pod. And, uh, yeah, enjoy your official Parkrun Adventurers Pass. Thank you so much. Okay. Am I Sarah? Okay. All right. Next up we have Sarah from the West Side. And, yep. Two mics. <laughs> like I'm double parked. Don't, don't talk into the wrong one. Okay. Sarah, thank you for all your help, especially we, we should um, acknowledge all the effort that you've put into helping us get Palm in West Australia off the ground, uh, all the groundwork that you've done as our person uh, on the spot. Um, thank you. Yeah, round of applause. <laughs> Thank you all for coming. It's <laughs> a long way. Um, so I guess we wanted to know what motivated you to becoming a roving reporter and was it hard? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the first few were probably the hardest. I'm trying to even think who I interviewed first. I can't even remember. Um, I don't even know what motivated me. I think we were we were locked in the state for over two years and um, we couldn't go and see any family and friends over east so we thought we've got a heap of Qantas points. Let's just start <laughs> flying up to Port Hedland and Karatha and Kananara and then we started doing some cool adventures and thought mm, maybe wanna, people want to hear about that. So I guess from there we just, yeah, started venturing and, yeah, reporting back a bit. Well, we really uh, enjoyed having more engagement because obviously we already had Cam over here, but we were love. We were very excited to get even more engagement over on the west, which was a big part of why we've come over here, so that we could meet uh, the people on the other side of Australia. Because obviously, all the other palms were. Pretty much on the eastern seaboard. I know South Australia isn't technically on the eastern seaboard. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so thank you. And uh, oh, we've got another question here, Ollie. Which is better, the east side or the west side? For anyone who's got more than one child, which child is your favourite? <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to have to say the West Side for now. <laughs> uh, <yes>. Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. Yeah. We'll take that. All right. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to hand over to Ollie. 
Thank you very much. And we do have one more individual standing up here. So, uh, Johan, welcome to the Channel 5 News Group. Good morning and thank you. Uh, firstly, and this is uh, a question that I was particularly keen to ask, um, your photos are amazing. Uh, what tips can you give us? Just uh, take your phone and point it in the general direction. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I might have to pick your brain a bit further later on, but um, as a part of your visit to Palm 23, you've certainly been making the most of the uh, opportunity to travel around Australia, um, doing myself to shame in terms of some of the spectacular spots uh, you've covered in that time. So would you like to share some of your highlights from your journey, your adventure to Australia so far this time? Um, I think... What I found most interesting is how it's totally different, but also exactly the same, um, and how fast everyone is. We are well known for being relatively slow in South Africa. Um, then everywhere has been beautiful. Um, Kubapedia has been special just because it was so totally, totally different from anything else. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I really enjoyed every single one that I've done so far. And I was very surprised with University of Western Australia. The campus is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, uh, I suppose we've talked international palm, so I'm going to add another question. Um, you know, palm South Africa, is that? Oh, I thought it was previously called a Contiki, Contiki tour. Contiki tour. <laughs> <laughs> Johan's been investing a bit of time in the back catalogue and um, is here to keep us all accountable to the promises of hosts of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. <laughs> Mel's up for it. Excellent. Um, look, again, thank you. And uh, thank you in particular for sharing us um, your insights from uh, South Africa and and obviously um, you know, everywhere else you've, you've managed to uh, to travel in that time. But uh, as always, thank you to our wonderful Channel Five News crew. And I suppose before I stop, is there anyone in the crowd here with questions they'd like to ask the Channel Five News crew? But if not, we'll let them sit down. Ah, we do want a photo of the Channel Five News crew. So we'll quickly take a photo. Thank you, office lady. Yeah, Live I want them to uh, get get in close. <clears throat> okay, yep. <laughs> Let's get them to move over, shall we? That's right. We'll pause proceedings and take a quick photo. Uh, take one of just them and then we'll jump in. You got their passes? Oh. Have you got your pass, Mel? No, I didn't bring it. No. <laughs> Beautiful. Yep. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you once again to Thank the wonderful you, Channel 5 News crew. Oh, and with that, it is actually time we wrapped up, I think. So, um, that's an hour. That's, that's, that's an close hour. to an hour. Um, no okay. extra laps around the block uh, to be done on, on this podcast. But... Um, as we said earlier, I suppose, you know, before we finish up, we should say a big thank you once again to everyone who's helped make Palm 23 possible, to our podcast team, to our Channel 5 News crew, uh, to the Parkrun team here, and to all of you, our adventurers community. So a huge round of applause for everyone. Um, is this the part where we ask, where are you going next week, Mel? Yeah, ask me, ask me. Where are you going next week? I'm going Mel? to Margaret River. <laughs> Well done on the marketing campaign team. And what about you, Ollie? Um, <laughs> I plan on going to Shell Harbour. 
I'm not sure I'm down on the roster yet, but uh, we, we will see. Why don't, we, why don't we ask the crowd to just yell out where they're going to be next? Yeah, week? everyone, where are you going next week? Excellent. We're okay. definitely some WA park runs in there. So uh, doing a bit for the WA economy, well done, and the park run community here. Um, we hope to to hear more about all of your adventures and journeys while you're across here and, and of course, from all of you locals from the west side too. But, um, yeah, I, I'm not sure with all of the roving reports to catch up and the fact we haven't done a podcast in a couple of weeks how quickly we'll get back into Dazzers, but keep it coming. It's, um, it's great for people like me that adventure vicariously through mm-hmm. all of you. Um, I can't guarantee you that when this episode will be released. Uh, I am in WA for at least another week and I'm not sure when I'll get the editing done, but I'll do it as quickly as I can. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, yeah, look, it, uh, it has been a bit of a disrupted month for podcast releases, but we appreciate the opportunity to, to come and see you all in person, to yeah. have a lot of fun and, um, yeah, really make the most of things. So, um, And all suggestions for next year's Palm to Ollie, please. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, for, for those, I mean, the benefit of coming to Palm is we do have an opportunity for a quick Q&A afterwards, but we won't do it as part of the recording. I think no. this is the time we wrap. Yep. I've said thank you a few times. So, Mel, would you like to finish up? Okay. That's it for this Palm 2023. You can contact us at our email parkrunadventures at gmail.com or social media as you all would well know we hope to see and hear from you all soon for more adventures that's it now everyone hold on while I press this button adventurous UWA. Should be a great morning to kickstart your day. If you're an adventurer, give us a cheer. Gee, you're a rowdy bunch, that is clear. <laughs> I'm told we can stick around to watch you record a live podcast. All are welcome at the Uni Club. No need to run fast. Give us a shout if you're visiting from interstate. <laughs> Trust me, our park run is well worth the wait. Anyone here from Perth doing their first one at UWA? Yeah. Yeah. I know you love our 5K. There's plenty to see on our course, so make sure you look around. We have beautiful buildings, gardens, sculptures, and a koi pond to be found. Winthrop Hall is arguably our biggest feature attraction. Or maybe it's the peacocks who always get the reaction. Head through the tunnel if you'd like to see them today. They live in the new Fortune Theatre where we use um, to host a play. 
There are plenty of places perfect for your zoomies. Yes, of course, I've heard all about you loonies. <laughs> Follow the signs to ensure you stay on track. Whilst it's fun to explore, we want you all to come back. We do two laps, so make sure you don't finish after one, especially if you want to tick off your letter U and a different park run. Start and finish right here at Glossop Green. We named it after a guy from the, from the WA parkrun scene. A big thanks to all the volunteers. There is no parkrun without you. This includes our core event team, who are a great crew. Okay, that's enough for me. My poem is done. I hope you enjoy UWA parkrun.